Hi, I'm Shane Ray. Welcome to Central Indiana Today. Kind of a Christmas edition, I guess you could say. And we have some, uh, well, at least a new guest on the show tonight. First off, uh, we talked with Kelly DiBenedetto, who is the chamber director for Danville. And we were talking about Winterland, and we broadcasted part of that interview. But Kelly goes on to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in Danville right now and also what's going to happen maybe a little bit into the new year. And then second, our guest is going to be Randy Sherwin. He is the host of Christmas Across the Lands. That's a program that's going to be playing actually this Saturday and then again later in the month. And it's very popular because we have people who listen online and they want to know, when are you going to be playing Christmas Across the Lands? And so for the first time, we're actually going to talk with Randy Sherwin, the host, about what goes into making the show. So... You want a great Christmas program, uh, kind of the behind-the-scenes type of uh, program, then you just have to stay tuned to Central Indiana today right here on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. As promised, here she is, Miss Kelly Benedetto. Did I say that right this time? D. Benedetto. D. Benedetto. You're really close. It's okay. <laughs> give me another year, and I might have that exactly right. Of course, everybody, as uh, you said in one of our last interviews, people just call you Kelly, Kelly D. Yep. Whatever. But uh, anyway. Um, she uh, is here with, uh, she's actually the executive director of the Danville Chamber of Commerce. And wow, what a year. It has been a year. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, first off, the main thing we want to talk about is Winterland. Now, this is your first year to be involved in Winterland, right? Yes, I came in actually after it started officially, but yeah, I it'll be my first full year of getting it off the ground and going this year. So. Okay. And that's been going on for several years uh, in Danville, right? It has, many, many years. It's a great it's gr- a great attention getter for the town of Danville and uh, also a fundraiser of sorts. But now it's not just the Danville Chamber of Commerce that does this, right? No, we put this on, on with the Parks Department, the Danville Parks Department. And um, you work specifically with, uh, is it Will that you work Will with? Will Lacey is the director. Yep, yeah. superintendent of the Parks Department. Uh, let's remind everyone, and of course... It happens, and I even run into some people who are new to the area. They just moved here from who, wherever, and they say, well, tell me about Winterland. If someone had never seen Winterland, what would you tell them? So it's a holiday light show. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a drive-through light show. Um, we actually have a tree that's interactive you can get out and take pictures in front of, and that's kind of a fun. Um, and then we also have Santa Land. Um, our Danville Kiwanis um, work with us on that, and they put on a Santa Land. Um, this year, it's going to be a little different, unfortunately, yeah. um, because of COVID. 
COVID, but Santa will still be in the park on the weekends. Okay. So we're excited about that. Now, if, if I recall, um, isn't there a place you can turn your radio or something? And yes, to? Um, I believe it's 93.3, I think is what Just we have Just make sure it's not 98.9. No, it's not 98.9. <laughs> it's not 98.9. And it's literally, you can really only get the signal within the park. Right. So. Uh, and uh, there's lots of places that do that kind of stuff. I've had some people call me and say, is that legal? Can they do that? And I say, yes, it's perfectly legal. It's a similar. It's what they call Part 15 rule by the FCC. Not that you're that interested right. in what I'm saying, but for the folks listening at home, it's a Part 15 rule with the FCC, and it's it's also used by drive-in theaters yes. sometimes. And now, because of COVID, a lot of churches are doing that kind of thing. You know, I so, saw that. That's- yeah. Very interesting. But uh, anyway, uh, when, when, let's remind everyone with, when this officially starts. November 20th, Friday oh, so night. Th- all right, just tomorrow, as a matter yes. of fact. Now, at what time? Um, we are open on the weekends from 6 until 10. That's Friday and Saturday night. Um, and then Sunday through Thursday, we're open from 6 to 9. Six to nine, and that's plenty of time for folks, uh, families, to get in the car and uh, maybe coming back or forth from uh, back. Let me try that again. Going to or from church or uh, maybe just while they're out on the town. Absolutely. Absolutely. because of COVID, this whole thing, these are going to be even more popular probably than they've ever been before, these drive through things, wouldn't you think? We hope so. We we coined the, uh, we were doing social distancing before it was cool. Um, So um, I think it's a safe way for families to get out and enjoy the holidays um, together. So yeah, should be good. Should be. Uh, The... um this, of course, is sponsored by several businesses Absolutely. Uh, that are members of the chamber, right? Absolutely. Couldn't we have. We could not. We could not do this without the sponsors. Um, and this year, um, I am very proud to say that we've actually had more step up ever than ever um, in the history of Winterland. Wow. Um, we also had lots that um, said we had a good year despite others and so they really stepped up their membership too and increased it so that really is helpful for us yeah that's excellent yes now the, they if uh the folks driving through the way to know who's sponsoring this there's uh is it the bells and they uh, yes so uh, there's signs actually up on the fence around the um tennis and pickleball courts um and then they also get a program um with all of our sponsors listed in it okay so uh and that's great news uh your predecessor, Marsha Lynch, had said they see license plates from lots of times, even out of state, that want to come to Winterland. And uh, I know you have to be looking forward to seeing that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely. It's always great. And it's great for people outside of the Danville community um, to come in and see Danville and see what it's all about. It's always interesting for me when people come into Danville and they're like, I had no idea this was here. Yeah. You know, um, this, this square's so cute. I had no idea. And so I think it's a, a great way for people to come to our community. You know, I found that if you're proud of your town, and you see those license plates from out of out of your town. Uh-huh. It always just gives you a little more pride in, in everything that you do in that town, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about, um, and 
uh, on what you can comment on as far as what the town of Danville is doing. You just mentioned the square is going to be nice and dressed up. What else can we expect to see? Or what can we see inside the square? So, um, well, we have um, our downtown Danville partnership is doing their um, tree lighting on um, Friday night, um, which is always a great draw for people within the community and outside the community. Um, it's a little different this year. There's not do, able to do as many... Um, things as they normally do. Yeah. But, um, you know, the live nativity will still be there. Um, we actually have a new business doing their grand opening that night. So that is very school- oh. cool. You want to mention um, Absolutely. Danville Dips. Um, okay. It's a new ice cream place. Um, they're opening up on the, uh, on the square in the corner. And they are going to have hard-served ice cream as well as soft-served ice cream. And then we have a business in Danville, Flavor Burst. Um, and the closest one I want to say was in Edinburgh that used this machine mm-hmm. and they're widely known um, throughout the world um, and we will be actually have a flavor burst um, machine in cool. uh, Danville Dip. So very exciting. We're um, The square is growing. Um, we have new businesses, a couple that have moved in, moved in within the last few weeks. And so it's, uh, it's growing amongst this pandemic. So yeah. we're excited to see that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If folks want to keep up with what's going on with Winterland or they say, what did she say the hours were or whatever, what can they do? So they can either go to our Facebook page or our website, danvillechamber.org. Okay. Uh, let's get back to where we were concerning your year. You're coming up on a year now that you have been uh, cha- a director of the cham- uh, Chamber of Commerce in Danville. Uh, when you came in, just trying to remember last year when I interviewed you, or, or earlier this year, actually, when I interviewed you, you were full of hope and uh, bushy-tailed, as they say. And now, even though you still are, it's kind of like uh, you just kind of had to make some adjustments, shall we say. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Rhonda Wiles, the Brownsburg Chamber Mm -hmm. Director, and I both came on about the same time. And one thing that we've joked about is that we had no normal. (laughs) So there wasn't a new normal for us. um, And it wasn't, um, it wasn't very hard for us to shift. um, Because we didn't have a lot of things that, oh, we did it this way. We've always done it that way. Um, So (laughs) that was a good thing. Um, But it's, you know, it's been interesting. Um, it's been great to be able to support businesses through this time, um, making sure that all of our businesses are staying open and um, thriving through all of this. Um, you know, it's been a struggle for some, but um, for the most part, we, we've made it through. So I'm um, excited to see that and excited to see what we can do when we're coming out of this. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I... Never thought of that on what you said, though. Uh, Every time somebody new comes into a position, they're surrounded usually by people who've been in and helped out for years. And they always say, well, this is how we do it. Or this is how it's always been done or whatever. And quite honestly, it can be frustrating for the new person to have to always, you know, try to talk the, the old timers, if you will, out of, you know what, maybe that is the way we've always done it, but let's try it this way. You didn't have to do much of that this time. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. I will say Marsha, my predecessor, was always available by phone if I ever needed um, anything. Um, but no, it was, it was really, let's, let's see how it works um, and see what, what things 
you know, we threw things at walls and if they stuck, it was great. (laughs) If not, we shifted and we've tried something else. So certainly understand that. Absolutely. Uh, Let's talk about 2021 now. Um, What are some things that uh, work well and uh, you felt like, man, this is something we need to repeat or uh, keep going as the case may be for the Danville Chamber of Commerce? Um, one of the things that I think was the most successful for us was actually our food trucks and fireworks on the 4th of July. Mm. Um, and we've already talked to the firework, uh, the food truck vendors and they are absolutely in for next year. Um, so we'll continue that. Um, our meetings went well. Um, as far as I was concerned, our numbers, if you look at them, were not much lower, um, than what they were last year. So I was, um, happy with that. Um, and then, um, we're obviously we're we're still going to work on economic growth and those kind of things within Danville. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, if folks once again want to know about Winterland, they want to talk about joining the chamber or just what's going on with the chamber, they can get on the, if you join, you get uh, the newsletter, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> get the newsletter um, and, and other benefits as well. You can post job postings to sure. our website and those kind of things. So yeah, lots of benefits. What's, all right. And what's the website and the phone number? Danvillechamber.org. And we're 317-745-0670. Okay. Did we cover everything? I think so. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being here. Well, as promised, here he is on the phone with me, Mr. Randy Sherwin. He is the host of Christmas Across the Lands. And uh, first off, we'll, we'll get to know Randy. Randy, how are you? I'm fine, Shane. How are you? I am just dandy. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, where are you? Where do you do the recording for uh, Christmas Across the Lands? Well, I do it. Uh, uh, I converted a room in my home. Yeah, into a studio, and I, you know, I know some people may have uh, a little cassette deck, and uh, back in the day, and, and with a with a with a, uh, a Radio Shack mic, and call it a studio. No, I've got a full blown studio in my home uh, here in Fort Myers, Florida, and uh, one of the hard things is uh, uh, if I turn to my side, I can look out, and uh, because you have to imagine, I record the show. I've already started writing the twenty. 2021 uh, uh, show. Um, so I, I write basically in January and February. So in the in the spring, uh, I'm looking out the window and I see a pool glistening. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I must be crazy. It's 80 degrees and sunny and there's a pool and probably a cold beverage waiting. And I'm inside talking about a uh, fat man that lives in the North Pole. You know, I'm just not right. <laughs> but it all comes down to the fact that uh, I have two passions in my life, and I think you're going to like one of them. Obviously, Christmas is one of the passions, <laughs> and the other passion is dogs. Hmm. Um, my dog was, uh, was Chrissy for Christmas, my Sheltie, and uh, a couple a couple dogs ago. My current dog is Zuzu uh, from It's a Wonderful Life, of course, and I actually call Carolyn Grimes from It's a Wonderful Life. She lives in the... Uh, Northwest, and I call her. Would you mind if I call my Shelby Zuzu? And she goes, "Oh no, I'd be I'd be honored to have her as my namesake." So every time I post a picture of my little Shelby Zuzu, I get a 
uh, I get a, uh, a comment from Carolyn. Uh, hey, there's my namesake looking as beautiful as ever. You know, and I have to tell her, yeah, so do you. Well, she does for her age, mm-hmm. you know, which is not bad. She's 70 something, but she looks very, very nice. Um, so I guess I kind of got off track there, but uh, <laughs> Christmas is so many things. It's hard to stay tra- on track on one thing. Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, you kind of, uh, and I've talked with lots of people who are quote unquote veterans of radio and even, uh, people who have called races and things like that. I say, do you prefer radio or TV? And it's mixed every time, but the ones who say radio, it says because they love painting that picture for uh, the listener, and that's what you've got to be doing, even though it's hot where you are, and maybe at different times of the year when you're recording the show, you're painting the picture that uh, it's it's snowing, and uh, everybody's getting ready to exchange presents or whatever the case may be. So uh, I don't, I don't have to imagine too much because I grew up in Minnesota, so it, I don't have to go back that far to imagine the snow and the, and the cold. And I delivered newspapers when I could step over, uh, I could step over power lines because the snow drifts were that high. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to go back uh, that far to to uh, uh, imagine what it's like. And, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, Brenda Lee's Rock Around the Christmas Tree. She recorded that when she was 13, and it was uh, in July in Nashville, and it was hot. And so all of the producer there on Muse Pro uh, shut, the, sh- shut the shades, closed the curtains, whatever, turned the air conditioner down low, put up the tree, and served eggnog. And that's how they got in the mood. Um and and I and sometimes you get in a Christmas mood when it's not even Christmas, especially me because a lot of times I'll work all night long and I'll put you know uh, Rudolph on the TV and have Christmas lights up all all year long uh, inside. And uh, so I'm going back and I drink water or whatever, and uh, I've been known to make turkey dinners in the in the middle of July. So it's, <laughs> like you say, it's it's just. Sometimes you have to fake yourself out, but it's also a frame of mind. And Lord knows, since here we had we've needed so many different frames of mind that uh, to me Christmas is like a, is like uh, my one of the, my interests is science fiction. I'm a big Star Trek, Star Wars fan. Mm. But one day I realized that Christmas is like science fiction because you're escaping reality mm-hmm. um, into something that maybe make believe, maybe not, depending on what your personal views are. But you're escaping reality, and that's what Christmas is. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, have you always been this way? Was there ever a time when, uh, you know, you kind of got down on Christmas or anything like that growing up before you started maybe Christmas Across the Lands? I I never have had very good Christmases um, throughout my personal life, uh, except maybe when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, Christmases have never been that great, and and, and that and that doesn't bother me that much. Uh, I was single for a long time in my twenties and thirties, and I would spend Christmas Eve home alone watching Lassie come home. I remember I did that in Rapid City one day, one uh, Christmas Eve. So, it's I'm more of a season fan. I love the Christmas season, mm-hmm. and if it's not the Christmas season, I make it the Christmas season, uh, in, in my own little way. Um, and I'm not trying to make it, oh, this poor pitiful man. No, it's nothing like that. Uh, it's just that, why don't you ask me how did Christmas Across the Lands get started? Well, that was my next question was, how long have you been <laughs> doing this and what made you decide to, to do this program? Well, I read your notes ahead of time. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I was uh, I was uh, a program director and jock at uh, KKLS in Rapid City, South Dakota, and and this show came out. I won't I won't say the name of it, but the show came out. It was on CD, of course, at the time, and it was uh, probably ninety four, ninety five, and let's just put it this way: without getting to the money, the show was eight over eight times what Christmas Across the Lands uh, performance fees are. Hmm. Over eight times. So that was very expensive. But I talked the station into it. And uh, the next year I ran it again. And I, and I saw the CDs came in the box. And there were coffee stands on them. And I said, you know, this show has not been updated. Um, and I said, one day I'm going to do a show. And I'm going to do it um, uh, affordable enough for every station, whether it's in Los Angeles or whether it's in Dubuque, Iowa, to be able to afford it. Uh, and as you know, it's one feet, no matter where mm-hmm. you are. It's very reasonable. Uh, I'm not in it for the money. I never have been. I, for the first 10 years, everything went right back into getting equipment. Um, and uh, so so it was about 1999 I started. I did a one six-hour show. It ran on two stations. My, my station in Rapid City, where I was, and Chattanooga, Tennessee, and six hours. And I didn't even have script. I just put little stories down, and I had a friend who was more of a producer type of guy with a studio in his house. And I would just go in there, read stories, and I'm a CD. I put all the songs on the CD for that hour. And I say, here, here are the songs in this order on the CD. And then he interspersed my stories. Because uh, I've always, always been a storyteller, if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. And then I just progressed with it. You get more and more, and then uh, probably about 14 years ago, uh, uh, I got onto the American Forces Network, and I tried really hard. My dad was in the service, and and my brothers, and I tried really hard to get on the AFRN, and I finally got on. I've been on ever since, and uh, and and the station was grew and grew, and I'm just as happy to have, uh, and I do have these. I have several high school internet radio stations, as I am. Of having KRLA in Los Angeles, or or or, or uh, in ones in San Diego, and and everything in between. I'm just as happy to have uh, the LPFMs, the educational FMs, uh, up and down the board it goes. Every one is just important, and everybody pays the same performance fee, yeah. so nobody gets nobody's you know you know money is not the thing. It never has been. Hmm. Uh, you uh, this is how many years you've been doing it. Ninety nine, 21st year. Yeah. Uh, my goal is to, and I'm not saying this is in stone, but to do at least 25 years. It'd be kind of fun to do 25 years. And uh, and I've got, uh, you know, to know some people over the years that have contacts. Like, uh, I'm one of the few that's ever interviewed Richard Carpenter. Uh, he was a tough, tough, <laughs> one of the toughest. Uh, he's a, all, he, he worked all nights. Uh, I, I had to go back in because I didn't have the phone equipment in, in my studio at the time. I was at the station at 3 o'clock in the morning, midnight Los Angeles time, to interview him. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but others like Carolyn Grimes, like I said, from It's a Wonderful Life, uh, she's, I, you know, I talk to her all the time. And, and uh, Frank Cooler was the Carpenter's uh, college teacher, and he wrote Merry Christmas Darling. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, a couple of years ago. But until then, we used to send pictures of our dogs in the middle of August to each other. Uh, because pe- Christmas people just seem to have that. They can tell other Christmas people. 
that, that love, uh, just like dogs, mm-hmm. you know, dog people. You can walk up and down your neighborhood and nobody says anything to you. Somebody mentioned this to me the other day. He goes, but then I got a dog. And all of a sudden, everybody started talking to me. <laughs> and yeah. I said, yeah, you know what's going to happen? You're going to know all the dogs' names, but you're not going to know the names of the people. Because that's what happened to me. So Christmas people are like that, too. So I've got a, made a lot of uh, contacts and, and stuff over the years. So I'm going to shoot for 25. Not saying I may not go uh, a few more, but I'll shoot for at least 25. You know, um, and I, I hope you do, and we'll be here. Now, um, as, as kind of you were saying there, you, each year, it's something you work on. The shows are different. And um, you get interviews with a lot of legends associated with Christmas music. And uh, you've already mentioned that uh, Richard Carpenter was probably the hardest. Uh, what are some others that kind of stick out in your head, like for either good or bad, either way? Um, well, I don't think there's really any bad. Just, you know, just because somebody respond to me, I don't think they're bad. They could be busy, or maybe they're shy, or maybe they just don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, when I do an interview, and I've done them over the years with people like Richard Marks, who had a Christmas <clears throat> job about a few years ago, and uh, I'll do a, an interview that maybe is 15, 20 minutes long. And then, and then each, you know, and then following years, I'll use a different part of the interview so it's not the same. Maybe the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for, I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, two years ago, I did a uh, interview with uh, um, Elliot Lurie, who was the lead singer of Looking Glass, and mm-hmm. had the number one hit in '72 with Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Right. And and I had him uh, last year, and he, you know, I mean, he just I asked him little stories. Well, what's your favorite part of Christmas and stuff like that? He does an ID for me, and ironically. Uh, last year during the interview, uh, which I recorded ahead of time, I said, I said uh, um, if you had one Christmas wish, what would it be? And he, and he says, I won't tell you the whole thing because it's not this year's show, but he talked about doctors and getting rid of diseases. And if that isn't apropos for this year, I don't know what is. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally by chance. And, uh, uh, like something in, in the in the in the spirit world knew that we're going to have this crazy year that we've been having, uh, which um, I'm going to say I, I I make two comments about uh, uh, COVID or coronavirus, uh, but I never mention it specifically. I just mention what actions we actions we may be enduring mm-hmm. during the year uh, during the show. I only mentioned two times, and it's kind of in a um, underhanded way because I feel. People have been through enough this year. They don't. They want. They want to go to that escape. Right. And in that escape, I don't want to bring. Uh, I don't know how many. Maybe maybe you should get uh, different colored masks for Uncle Bill this year. Hmm. No, no, no. I don't. I don't do anything like that. Yeah. Um. I, in fact, I think one comment was something about uh, highly story uh, that most people would rather spend time on Facebook than they would with their relatives. And I said, talk about social distancing. Uh, you know, so a little underhanded. And then there was only two comments like that in the whole show. So I, I, I kept it away from COVID. That's good. And I think you're right. People, and in fact, I've heard so many stations saying they were going to start the Christmas music early this year just because people need that escapism, that uh, extra boost of good cheer, so to speak. They want, and, to, remember, they want to remember something that brings back a good time. <clears throat> you know, and, and brings back 
thoughts of family and friends and and uh and things like that just look like look at this past thanksgiving you know we you know we were if you had more than eight people they were going to rescue you in jail for 30 days if you lived in oregon it's yeah. crazy yeah you know yeah exactly Okay, well, uh, we want to remind everyone, Christmas Across the Land starts at 8 a.m. this Saturday. It's a 12-hour show. And, uh, of course, this Saturday it's sponsored by or presented by uh, Chapman Custom Baths. And then we're going to rebroadcast the show on Saturday, September, I'm sorry, December 19th, once again at 8 a.m. And it will be presented by the American Dairy Association. Let me try that again. The American Dairy Association of Indiana. And we certainly do appreciate those sponsors. And Randy, we certainly do appreciate you for putting such a great show together. We get uh, questions usually in the late fall, uh, a little bit before Thanksgiving. And it's not just from here in uh, Hendricks County. It's people who are listening on the Internet are sending us messages saying, are you carrying the show this year? What day? What time? How many times? Are you? I mean, they want to know specifically so that they never miss an episode. So uh, I'm, very, I'm very grateful to all those people. They, uh, they don't know how much that means to me. Well, and it's absolutely true, and I really appreciate it. And uh, I should have kept some of those, uh, some of those, and sent them to you because uh, it's uh, we get it every year. And it's been even before we started the FM, we were Radio Brownsburg, which is more or less uh, an online station and a very very thin AM signal. But that was the model for our sixteen ten. Sixteen ten, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we carried the show then, and that's uh, always got us a lot of attention. Much needed attention at Christmas time. So, once again, Randy Sherwin, thanks again for talking with us. Uh, no problem, Shane. Thank you very much for the opportunity, and uh, hope you all enjoyed this year. And uh, you can rest assured uh, when the, the, you're taking the lights down this year, and and maybe having that uh, glass of champagne or whatever you'd like at midnight, that it only be a few days, and I'm working on next year's. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray. 